You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, with my co-host, Alex Valdez, and we have a special, special guest today, Mr. Shad, or a lot of Nuggets fans know him as the drop step or drop step or however you want to, however you want to say it. <laughs> but uh, this man, his, the, the funny story on how I actually saw him, I was actually on YouTube um, just looking for other Nuggets fans who kind of understood my mindset, right? Just the way I think about the game and, you know, it's, so I'm looking around and, and, and I'm like, okay, who is this guy? I saw his channel just popping up and I'm like, I like channels that have really good editing. So I clicked on it. And the first time, like, I, like he just dropped like an F-bomb just straight out of the blue. I was like, yo, this dude is real. <laughs> He's talking about the Nuggets and talking about all these different teams. And it's just always cool to hear people who are knowledgeable, not even just on on the, the team itself, but just know the league in general and understand what's happening. So, um, Shad, introduce yourself, man. Tell us, tell us how's everything going with you, bro? Ah, man, everything is good. I, for those that don't know, I kind of just moved out to Denver like a month and a half ago. So the settling in process is pretty much finished now. I'm in my place. Everything's good. Very good. Uh, still working on the content. I'm just a guy, man. You know, I'm a guy that loves basketball. I love talking about basketball and any chance I can get, I'm there. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, for for anyone who don't necessarily know, like the YouTube channel, I'm just going to throw it up on the screen. I hope I have the right information on there. Let me know. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Yeah. So um, subscribe to his YouTube channel. I'm telling you all, he really does know his basketball and his edits are hilarious. They Thanks. are hilarious. <laughs> Alex, Alex, talk to me, man. How's how's your morning going so far, bro? It's good. Not at work, man. We're, I'm, I'm happy to do this. I'm happy to get, you know, me and Jeremy, I mean, we uh, shoot the shit almost, you know, I'm going to cuss. I am that guy, but we shoot the shit all the time. We text. I'm happy to get, you know, a new perspective. And it sounds like it's not even a new perspective. And honestly, I'm glad it's not new because I feel, like I said, I feel a little vindicated. And some of the points that you covered in some of your videos, man, I'm happy to get to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, here's how we're going to do this today, guys. Obviously, for me, this is more so just a conversation, right? Because I feel like we all essentially have a lot of the same thoughts on the current state of the Nuggets. Obviously, the Nuggets past two games, those have not been good showings, you know, okay. no good showings at all within those last two. And obviously tonight, they're going up against Luka, right? And if you had DeJounte Murray... And then Jose Alvarado just drop you off for 30 plus each. What are we expecting from Luca tonight? Shad, talk to me. <laughs> what are your thoughts? 
Um, I jokingly have said to a couple of friends that I I hope that he drops a fifty piece on us. Okay, because I think it'll wake some people up about some certain changes that might have to happen with this roster. But truthfully, I think he does go off for another thirty five piece. I mean, he's just been so special all year long. He's top two in MVP uh, voting right now behind mm-hmm. Jason Tatum. Oh yeah, he's just he's a special player. We all know this, and against the Nuggets, he tends to tends to beat up on us. <laughs> so I'm not really expecting anything different from what normal Luca is giving everybody else, which is 33, nine and nine. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been balling. And of course, you know, the last game, I think he played the nuggets. Well, Jokic didn't play in that game, um, but he did have a triple double. So Luca, Luca does a little bit of everything. And, and, you know, I was just telling Alex too, like I just did, you know, my sports betting podcast and what I usually do. Um, I try to give some picks from like certain games. And I, I, I told them, uh, Luka Doncic over eight and a half assists, but also there's his scoring line is over 32 and a half. I Ooh. think that's something that you can you can take and make some money off that, too, because I can't imagine that if the Nuggets can't stop DeJounte Murray, who's not really known as a three point shooter, per se, at least not going into this season, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jose Alvarado, who is I mean, he was a glorified bench guy for the you know, obviously he hasn't been in the league that long. But who predicted he would just go out there and just absolutely torch the Nuggets? I mean, 38 points for Jose Alvarado? Yeah. You know, he, what he, he had 14 in five minutes, I think, to start the game. He was right. Bro, he's just raining, just raining shots all over the place. And you're sitting there thinking, why is the team not doing anything about this? Like, there has to be some type of in-game adjustment that you can do. I don't know <laughs> what. I mean, I, oh, random. Um I don't know. Have have any of you guys seen Christian Brown's mom's tweet? Which one? She pretty much called out. Um, I, I believe she had mentioned Calvin Booth. I don't know if he actually has a Twitter account, mind you. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. But but Christian Brown's mom pretty much. Um, let me see. I, I believe I screenshotted it because I, I want to make sure I, I don't misquote her. All right, so the the tweet says, and this is from Lisa Brown, uh, play the people who want to guard. There's no reason for bad defense, laziness, big egos, and shooters who want to save their energy for offense ain't cutting it. Defense wins games, and defense turns into offense. Until they sell the roster on that, we're going to struggle. Mama Brown is spitting. Damn. No offense, Shad, but I mean, can we get Lisa on the on the pod? I mean, hey, man, I would. Hey, she can take my spot. <laughs> Some bars, man. Man, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, I gotta bring this up because obviously, oh, for us as fans watching the team, it has to be a different feeling to be the mom of a player who's not getting the minutes you believe they deserve, right? And has like, shown that he deserves too. Correct. He's 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 a hustler. You know, Alex mentioned it last time, like when when Christian Brown is on the on the floor, he's playing like his essentially like his life is depending on it. He's just mm-hmm. out there hustling, going after loose balls, everything. He's he's playing really well, at least, you know, for what I'm seeing, he's you know, he's hitting the occasional three. But his job is to play defense and hustle. And he's been doing that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's to fight through those screens. It's to it's to get those runouts. It's to get do the dirty work that we're seeing Vlatko get. You know, this is why we had that conversation. Why Bobo didn't get those same opportunities? But 
Vladko's getting those opportunities, but what uh, was it? Is he in a doghouse at some point? I mean, what is why is why are we not seeing Christian Brown on the court? Well, this has been like a Malone thing, right? The rookie, the non-playing of the rookies. Like, I feel like last year he was forced to play Bones, even though like right. Bones would be playing anyway. But like, there was no other option for backup point guard, so he got those minutes. I really, truly thought after that Warriors game that Christian Brown would win himself a rotational piece. Like, he was playing phenomenally in that game. Mm-hmm. And then nothing. <laughs> Can't build off of that if you're sitting left bench for 48 minutes a night. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird it's a very weird thing because, like I said, for us as fans watching this and we're like, OK, he's playing really well. So I would assume he's breaking the rotation. Um, even uh, Harrison Wind the other day, he had posted about it and he asked a question like, why is why is Christian Brown not getting more minutes? Because you're seeing him playing well. So it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to us, especially for the optics, because we're like, man, we need defense. Mm-hmm. You got a guy who plays defense and wants to win right. at all costs. Why is he not playing? I mean, Coach Malone. Um, it's th- there are certain moments where I'm sitting there like, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, yeah. like he's 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 definitely not a perfect coach by by any stretch of the imagination. He has been improving over the years, obviously with the Nuggets record and stuff overall. Of course, he you know has to get some credit for that, but. You you can you can tell like there's just certain things. There's in-game adjustments sometimes a little bit iffy. And right now, obviously, with these decisions for to not play Christian Brown, I'm not like I don't I don't really get it, honestly. I like what um Shad led off with was I kind of hope that Luca comes out and drops a 50 burger because mm-hmm. what's gonna what's gonna change if, if nothing else, right? Because Again, me and Jeremy don't want to talk about another Denver team, but (laughs) you keep losing close games. There's kind of an excuse, right? There's kind of an excuse to be like, man, if only they had done this, we would have won. If only Mm -hmm. we had, you know, whatever it is, but make it apparent. Like, Shad's my kind of guy, man, because I'm I'm sitting there going like, nothing's going to change until you put in a Christian Brown, until you, you know, until you start just playing Mandy, like go deep into the – right around the logo like start guarding full court if you have to let's mix it up because you know anthony simons Dejounte, luca i mean let's face it luca could have gone for a lot more the last game they played oh, he was yeah. just breaking some shots it wasn't defense it, i mean he still finished with a trip dub so he, he could have torn us up they won by a point let's face mm-hmm. it that game was a lot closer than we wanted right, right right so Again, nothing's going to change until it's apparent. And what is the apparent change that needs to happen? Is it a Brown? Is it a Vlatko? Is it a, you know, is it more, more, uh, me and Jeremy were going over this yesterday or the other day. It was like the difference, the stark difference between Bruce Brown on the court versus MPJ on the court. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because again, you would think that. Bruce Brown's defense is why he's on the court and MPJ's offense is why he's on the court. But honestly, it's, are we missing MPJ that much? I think to some extent, like what Jeremy was saying earlier about saying that Malone has been improving. I did like, I gave him some credit at the start of the year when he started staggering MPJ's minutes with the bench. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're making some adjustments. We needed some more dynamic scoring off the, with the second unit. He made that adjustment and it was, it was going decently well. Um, 
I just, I, I think about MPJ a lot differently than I feel like a lot of people do. I just hold on. Hold on. How do you feel about him? Though? <laughs> I am. I'm not the biggest fan. Okay. I will say for, for what he should be doing on this team and like versus what we need. It just doesn't match anymore. Like he's a six foot 10 forward. He's not the greatest rebounder. He's a, he's a solid rebounder. He cannot defend when we need that weak side help when he's guarding the corner. It's not going to be there. And when we're getting an off night from shooting, we're not getting anything. So now we're just playing four on five for 30 minutes a night. It's it's almost like what Lisa was saying, right? It's mm-hmm. like you're saving your defensive energy for your offense. And I feel like that's what MPJ does a lot. Mm-hmm. And the reason he is a good rebounder is because he's 6'11", not because, <laughs> not because not because of the effort. It's just right. because it so, just drops right into his again, hand. <laughs> I try not to harp on anyone else's effort because, you know, I wouldn't want anyone saying that I'm not given what effort I am. Right. Um, but maybe his effort is misplaced uh, because I am in your corner when it comes to MPJ. I, I feel like, you know, I, again, no one's going to turn down a contract that's given to you like that, mm-hmm. but what, what's being asked of him, the contract that was given to him, the expectations, I feel like he's not meeting those expectations yet. Again, it's always one thing. It's a heel. It's a hip. It's a back. It's a whatever it is. The injuries have been tough for sure. We need to see it, right? But there is that whole, you know, Bruce Brown versus MPJ minutes, uh, the plus minus minutes, the um, offensive rating minutes. And it's it's pretty apparent. Like, I feel like, again, there is no quick fix to, you know, not the Nuggets are broken. It's a two-game losing streak. We're not going to freak out. But they aren't broken, but they aren't – Let's face it, they're not contenders right now, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that they're playing, they're yeah, not contenders. So not. let's get them to where they need to be. And I feel like some cohesiveness along the line, along the starting line, um, you know, getting Bruce Brown. I talked about this on the last pad, getting Bruce Brown back to being a bench player, not, mm-hmm. you know, a, an elevated starter, uh, a guy that you're asking to, you know, go out there and kind of take over games. That, that's not his game. Let's get him back to the bench. Let's get Bones back to being, you know, a, a, can Bruce Brown play a point guard? And let let Bones go out there and, you know, just run off screens and, you know, pull up some of those mid-range Iversons, you know, whatever it may be. Let's, let's get this team back to where they're going to be in April instead of just like piecing together lineups, instead of just, um, you know, hoping and praying that we find some defense along the perimeter somewhere. So I don't know if, if it's a Christian Brown, if it's getting MPJ back in the lineup, whatever it is, I, I'm, I'm excited to hopefully kind of see that develop before here and um, before Christmas. Gotcha. Gotcha. Listen, um, Shad obviously spoke about the, the fact that, I mean, let's be real. Luca has the ability to drop 50 on the nuggets tonight with no problem. Um, but I'm going to go back one game, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. going to ask this question here. Is Jose Alvarado the reason the Nuggets make a defensive change? Because, of course, if we're waiting on Luka, Luka is kind of expected to do that, right? We Mm -hmm. all know what Luka can do. He's obviously top three player in the league right now, just bottom line. Um, But 
I believe because I, I did see some things obviously coming out of um, the Nuggets camp and the fact that they ended up having like an extra practice, which they didn't, which they weren't used to doing before. Um, so it almost seems like like certain things are starting to happen in the background. But I believe they have to make some level of change defensively. And I believe we all we all see that. Right. But mm-hmm. if they do, is Jose Alvarado the reason? I think it's a it's a reality check. So yeah, I think it's it's like we're looking at KCP uh, sag off of the corner with Jose Alvarado streaking and he's getting open threes. And then I think I even mentioned it in the the Nuggets rant video. We we sell out on contest way too much. Right. We have to scramble around way too much, and it's too easy because teams just teams aren't really doing anything special against us. Right. There there's no like. Obviously, the special players are going to do what they do. But when you're looking at a Jose Alvarado and how open he was all game long, all game, yeah, it's like what part of that is effort on the player's part? Like Malone has said in a couple post game interviews, there's been issues with the effort and the trying. He's he's calling them out. mm -hmm, You cannot you can't expect to win a game if you're not giving 100 percent of yourself all of for all of the game. And that's defensively that that's killing us right now for sure for sure yeah now i'm sitting here going you would think anthony simons would be you know the catalyst uh, for change but you know as long as they're not as long as we're not in the in the era or at, at the point where we're having like players only meetings like hey let's get this together yeah like, we're good until then. Then, then I'll start to panic when we start to have like, hey, we need to get this together. Let's have a players only, an extra practice. I'm all about that because, as Shad was talking about, we shouldn't be running out um, as much as we are. That's because you're out of position, right? That's because you're like, oh crap, that was my guy. I should have been on him, right? So mm-hmm. that just means you just have a defensive lapse. So. Right. It, it's more it, i don't even know if it's an effort thing because they are they are doing these runouts they are having these um they are fighting through screens but it's just defensive laps do do our players know where they need to go do defensive guys you know because you know uh jeremy and i talk about this all the time is malone is all about that positionless basketball and when you mm. come on the court do you know what your role is based on whoever else is on the court i'm excited i'm 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 cautiously optimistic to see you know Jokic get in there and go hey like finally pull in his leadership thing and say hey like it it's time to get it together because he has to right he has to yeah I'm sorry Jokic I know you're all about the you know quiet leader he's kind of like that he wants to be the champ Bailey of like no I'm just going to be dominant out there and Mm -hmm. do my thing and I'll lead by example but I'm sorry you're a two-time MVP get out there let's Let's get it going. Yell at some guys. Get them going. I agree. I hear that. Yeah. It's take some of that energy he has for the refs and just <laughs> switch it over Dude, to the teammates. <laughs> that is a that's a good point, man. I mean, you know, it makes a lot of sense for, you know, like Alex mentioned, the two time MVP. Like everybody, everybody, when they ask the team about Jokic, they always say, you know, he's obviously so good. He leads by example. You know, a lot of good points. But at some point, we do need to see him kind of grabbing some people up, maybe not physically and actually doing it. I mean, maybe, but um, he just he has to he has to be that guy that's like, listen, man, we got to we got to get this in line. It's not I mean, Jamal Murray has that type of personality. We've seen him, you know, have that that, you know, that 
figurative dog in him, right? We've seen that, but and we've seen Jokic play that way, right? Mm-hmm. He's, we know what he can do on the court, but I think sometimes you do need to have that vocal leader that is out there calling some people out. Um, I know Jokic has, you know, put on this this demeanor about him, which which I mean is a natural thing, but it's very Tim Duncan esque, right? We had not seen a lot of Tim Duncan more so yelling at his teammates like that. We, you know, we used to watch a lot of Spurs games. Obviously, the Nuggets lost to the Spurs in the first round and all that stuff. I believe that was 2007. I still have nightmares about all those years, <laughs> those first round exits back to back against the, man, the Clippers, the Oof. Sean Livingston and Elton Brandes. All right, let me, let me, let me chill because I'm going to go back and I'm going to be sad <laughs> again on all those years. But no, man, it's, it's, we need, we need Jokic to, to just be out there and we i want to see him talking just like you said he does use a lot of that energy for the refs the refs mm-hmm. get yelled at by Jokic more than anybody else like it's i want to see i want to see that 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 anger and that passion like yo we need we need to we need to go like right now you know me and me and jeremy bring up the pistons a lot and then we bring up the spurs a lot right and these are just like the ultimate team mind you yes they have hall of fame players but they have team players and they have intelligent players Mm, and it also helps that you have you know greg pop you have tim duncan but it is intelligent players it's knowing your role and are we there yet with the nuggets there that's such a that's a good question i feel like i think people know what their role is it's just okay i'm trying to figure out how to like best put this i don't think their talents are being utilized the way that they should be. And okay. to maximize their production on the court, there are some certain coaching changes that need to happen and like certain players that need to play with each other that work well with each other. It's the same reason why MPJ and Bones off the bench or in the second unit worked so well for that little bit. That's not happening right now. So everyone's just, it's like a collective of individuals not playing together as a team. It's just a bunch of talented guys playing mm. separately. No, that's 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 a good point, um, because, you know, we talk about um, even Bones and DeAndre Jordan. I do like that that combination. They they those two guys play well together. Um, Alex mentioned on our last episode. Obviously, you're still missing like Jeff Green and we don't know that level of impact that that Jeff Green actually brings to the team. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, he he plays his role. Right. Like he's out there and he does what he can. Of course, he's not the same player he used to be. Um, I know he had some health issues and some stuff for a little while as well. Um, but Jeff Green, I mean, he, we, we even brought up the name Paul Millsap last mm. week, right? Like, or last, last episode, just, just talking about what he brings, even, you know, just the intangibles, the stuff that you don't see on the court. It's the Udonis Haslam effect, right? You never see him play, but those guys on, on Miami, they don't want him gone. You know, I don't know if anybody had seen that. Like a lot of people were like, yo, why is Haslam still on this team? He plays eight <laughs> minutes a season, but the those players, Jimmy Butler's and and Kyle Lowry's and those guys, they want him on that team. So obviously he's filling some type of role. Who do the Nuggets have right now that is that person? Who's the who's that player, that veteran that can help? Obviously the extension of the coach, right? We know a lot of people say like Chris Paul and these type of different players around the league, they're an extension of their coach on the court. Obviously LeBron has carried that a lot for his career because essentially, you know, the, the thing about him (laughs) is like, he was pretty much everything to every franchise that he's ever played for. Right. But who is the veteran right now that talks to those players that, you know, when the coach is not getting through them, 
through to him, who is that guy? Because I don't know who it is, honestly. It's funny you bring that up because what's the plus minus with Jokic on the court versus him off the court? So 29. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> right. So we know that Jokic is going to take care of his starters. Mm-hmm. But like you said, who who's who's the bench guy? And it's got to be Uncle Jeff, right? Right. It, I think by default it should be. But like, I don't even know. Jer, I, that's it. I don't even know. There's no, nothing we, else for me to say on that. We talked on the last pod. We, uh, you know, ish. You would think like as a point guard, as a vet point guard, he's going to come out. But mm-hmm. honestly, he's coming out more like a Jamal Crawford. He's just going to come out and get his. You know, we just have a lot of nice that. guys here. That's it. Right. Like just a bunch of nice, even-tempered people that don't <laughs> take that vocal leadership. God, right. it's the worst. Yeah, you you need you need you need some dogs, man. Like you really, mm-hmm. really need some dogs because um Alex and I mentioned on the last episode, we were just talking about just ideas as to what the Nuggets could do um with a trade. All right. Now mm-hmm. I will ask you guys a curveball question about a trade in a little bit. I ain't gonna say it just yet. But um is we talked about that veteran leadership. We talked about um a player that obviously can hold their players accountable, especially off the bench. Do you guys have any players in mind that you can think of? I know for me, um, obviously, I, I'll be I'll be honest. When um, I really wanted Drew Holiday on the Nuggets for a, for a mm-hmm. while, there, right? For mm-hmm. a couple of years back, you know, obviously after the the New Orleans situation and all that, I was hoping because he's the type of player that I thought would would just fit in perfect with the Nuggets because and that play style because he's a elite defender he's very vocal out on the court now he has lost me a lot of money on a lot of bets sometimes <laughs> because he's either not hitting threes or he's not getting his assists and rebounds and blah 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 but that that intangible of what he does on the court he hel- I know Giannis is Giannis right but Drew Holiday brings a lot to that Milwaukee team. Yes, Giannis did what he did in the finals, but they don't win that series without Drew Holiday because he Mm -hmm. brings something that um, a lot of players don't bring. Now, are there any other players that we could think of that just on the the, the trading landscape? Um, I don't know, like like a Kyle Lowry or like just certain types of players like that that have that 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 dog man you need somebody that that you can tell they they out on the court they just somebody scored over them and next time down the court they they clapping they they hands they they mm-hmm. you know getting down and they you want that right are there any players that you guys could think of that the nuggets could potentially go after it doesn't matter what position that mm-hmm. could bring something like that to the team Huh. I know it's a curveball. I get it. <laughs> I, was ready, I was ready for like, you know, a vet, like smart vet point guard, but I'm not sure if he's a dog. You tell me, what about a guy like Patty Mills? Patty Mills, obviously he brings, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that, that he has like the, the dog mentality, like you mentioned, but he does, he does bring, um, he does bring like championship caliber, like just vet, like he, he was on championship team. And, and I, and I think, he's going to at least be able to help out. And I think he can still shoot threes. I haven't watched right. him play a lot this season, but uh, yeah, Patty Mills, Patty Mills is, is a good, like is it a can't good be too expensive, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. not at all. I, I just thought of the name, Jared Vanderbilt. Someone who, <laughs> <laughs> that guy has limitless energy. He's loud. He's angry on the court and he plays hard all of the time. Wow. Man, I wish we had and, a guy like that. That's crazy. Man, <laughs> if only he was ever in a Nuggets jersey, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Nah, Jared Vanderbilt, obviously, 
you know, he's he's actually been playing pretty well this year. And he can shoot now. He just went four for four from three the other night. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 pretty insane to think about the uh and it's it's interesting watching. I don't know if you guys have seen, but um Gary Harris has he's he just got back from injury and mm-hmm. he's been playing pretty well. Um Malik Beasley, he's been getting a lot of minutes as of late. And he's gotta pay for all them kids, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoot, oh Lord, he does. <laughs> but these are these these are the guys that obviously the Nuggets had. Um, but you're you're watching you're watching these guys just they're playing well in their respective teams and their positions and roles and stuff right now. Um, I, <laughs> this whole obviously the, the Tim Connolly thing that that you know I don't know how many players they they pulled over to Minnesota and then of course they traded to Utah and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. It's just it's just a weird it's just a weird situation and it's it's not. A, I feel like there's not a lot of players in the league right now that can do what what we're talking about. I'll be honest. One of the one of my favorite players that I do wish the Nuggets found a way to get was Malcolm Brogdon. Mm. Right. I like Malcolm Brogdon just just watching him even when he was on the Bucks. You know, obviously when he was on the Pacers, and I believe he was on Pacers. I don't be knowing. But um <laughs> it's it's the way that he plays, right? It's it's very similar to to like a Drew Holiday because Malcolm Brogdon plays defense, but when you watch him play, there's a calmness about him. But but when I say calmness, it's an intentional calmness. It's uh, he he knows what he's doing. He he knows mm-hmm. his role at all times. And of course, right now you may not be seeing it as evidently right now because he's on the Celtics and they have so much star power. They got obviously Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and even Marcus Smart. They're one of the veteran leaders. And Marcus Smart is also another name um, because as floppy as this man is, because <laughs> he has highlight reels that span for twenty plus minutes on YouTube. Of him just flopping and flying and flailing all over the air, but that is the type of player that I'm talking about. It's it's that 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 scrappy guy that takes things personally. Mm. Who takes things personally for the Nuggets? Now, Jokic has shown that he can do that. He's shown that okay, when he puts his head down and gets mad, Jokic can drop fifty on you. Mm. Jamal Murray obviously can do that as well. But just like Alex mentioned on our last episode. Those are your guys that you're paying the big money for. So we we know why they're 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 earning their money. But who else? Who's the other guy? Like think about think about um like a guy like Mikhail Bridges on the Nuggets, right? He would thrive in this Nuggets offense. Absolutely mm-hmm. thrive because he plays defense, he hustles, he hits the open three, and he knows his role. So like that's the type of player that I'm talking about. I hear that. Yeah, we we just need to the trade deadline is going to be very important. I know you both have alluded to it earlier, but it's I don't want to say it's make or break because okay. I think that's a little it's a little too reactionary at this moment. Got but it. if we have any serious intentions on being a team that should be respected in the playoffs beyond the second round, like you mentioned, we need the we need the loud guys, we need the vocal leaders, we need the people that are going to give the coach a reason to keep on playing them and and show that they are going to be productive for every single minute that they're going to be on the floor. But we just don't have, we don't have those guys. (laughs) Like we're playing Devon Reed off the bench right now. We're playing Deandre Jordan, who, like you said, I mean, he plays well with bones, but overall Deandre Jordan is just, he ain't it. So 
like in any aspect, the vocalness, the like he's a nice guy. And I know Jeff recruited him because he's a good guy and he was his best friend or whatever. Nah. Nah. Right. He's I mean he's also playing out of position. When I say out of position, you're asking him to be a play starter-esque minutes now. So mm-hmm. And, you know, just like Bruce Brown, when you ask him to play extended minutes, kind of the limits of his ability kind of start to show. So um, to answer your question, Jeremy, I always look for, you know, especially when you're paying three guys over 100 mil, um, you got to start going on the cheap or at least start on the on the smarter kind of things. Right. What about a guy like Jay Crowder? Mm. Ooh, yeah, and he always plays well against the Nuggets. So, right, you know. uh, Mister Six Man, <laughs> the Suns are trying to get rid of him. You know, I, he, maybe yeah, he can play that that uh, that Jeff Green role. I mean, you know, he can guard one through four. So, yeah, uh, I mean, mind you, he's always had these nagging injuries, but mm-hmm. you know, he's going to be coming off the bench. He's he's not he's going to be asked to play seven ten minutes a game. I, I like, like that. I like that actually. I, like that. I haven't I, thought about Jay Crowder. I haven't thought about Jay Crowder at <laughs> right, all because I mean they've been trying to wow. get rid of him for a while too. Yeah. Okay. No, that'd be a really good fit. That is at, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he takes those. He takes some of those Jeff Green minutes. He takes Devon Reed's minutes. And it I mean, fits. he's he's and he has veteran leadership, and he is very vocal. Mm-hmm. Very that that mm-hmm. that guy will. He's out there. He'll get into battles. He doesn't mind getting technicals if need be. He's he's one of those players. So man, that is that's really good. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought about. I guess because it's one of those things out of sight, out of mind. Like you don't you don't see him because he hadn't played all season mm-hmm. because he's you know sitting out or for whatever reason. Um, so we hadn't seen him. But no, that's a. Uh, I honestly believe if the Nuggets could find a way to get him, because think about it. Look at his track record on the playoff teams that he was on. Um, obviously, when he was on even on Miami and all these different teams, and they went to the finals pretty much all those years, like all those teams that he was on when he was on the Suns, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's a winning player. Just through and through. And they're trying to get rid of him too. I mean, I, I would just be worried about like what we would have to give them back. Cause I know they're still trying to contend and they're playing right. really well right now. So it's not like they would give them away for free. And their rivals. Unfortunately. That's true. Yeah. And we're rivals. Yeah. Because they know they're going to run into us. They already know that. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, the, the Suns are especially after that sweep and that whole Suns and four guy and all this type of <laughs> who plot went around that series. The Suns are going to have to see the Nuggets at some point. Like that's yep. just just what it is. We're going to have to have some some, and I would not be surprised if that's this upcoming playoffs. I would not be surprised if we meet them, whether and that's in the second round or whatever. I think it's coming, man. I know Golden State is probably going to – I mean, they're sitting at, I believe, what, 10th or whatever right now. I, I don't know. I don't know what the standings are. It, they're either – no, they were at 10th. I believe they're 8 now. Um, but I know they lost last night to the Pacers, which was insane. But I can't really talk because, of course, the Nuggets <laughs> just lost to to a Brandon Ingram-less Pelicans and then lost to a Trey Young and John Collins-less Hawks. So – I ain't gonna talk and about no. Oh man, we ain't gonna talk <laughs> about that. So, so right now, it's, it's I can't really say anything about the Warriors, but it's just, it's just a. I just think it's um, it's just one of those things, man. I think we're gonna have to see the Suns regardless. I think that matchup is gonna happen, and I believe if Jamal Murray is playing, I think he is the catalyst to that series. If he's playing, I believe the Nuggets win that series. It all depends on Jamal Murray, honestly, because. Man, he he spanks the Suns. He just, he has a track record right. of just destroying that team. There was one game 
where I believe he had 30 points, either 30 or 36 points in the second half. In the second half. And then he ended up hitting like um like a shot to take it to overtime. And like just there's just something about that team. I don't know if it's just the whole thing between him and Devin Booker. Like he's obviously he sees him as a rival essentially because of their style of play. Um, but I, I would love to see that series. Now, Jamal Murray, right? I did mm. mention that I have a curveball question for you guys, right? Oh, I'm scared. The reason that that it was interesting that we kind of segued into Jamal Murray, right? We talked about the trade deadline. We talked about all these different things. Oh no! If if the Nuggets, if the Nuggets found some ridiculous trade, and when I say when I say ridiculous, I'm talking about like a superstar player, superstar player to match up with Jokic, right? Now, <laughs> um, Alex, it looks like you you got you got something on your mind. So let well, me. Well, I was going to say for our, for our podcast listeners, my would guy you be willing to trade Jamal Murray, Alex? I need I need your thoughts, man. There's a two time MVP on this on this roster, right? Yep. Who else is better than Jokic in the league? Maybe one two players and this is debatable right. right so how many players are better than jamal murray uh, would you take that's a decent uh, chunk right would you take a would you take a tatum for jamal murray <laughs> yeah okay yeah so we're in that realm right? <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm i am i am as homerism as you will find out there but you know it is what it is uh am i gonna take uh I'll ask you, will you take a Lillard for Jamal? Oh. Skill-wise, yes. Um, but I think Lillard injuries has been dealing with me. so many injuries. Of course, mm-hmm. they both have, you know, injury situations. But Lillard obviously being, you know, the older player, um, their skill sets are very, very, very similar. But, yeah, I think I don't know about that one only because of Lillard's injury problems as of late. No, no, I don't know. Yes or no? I need to know where <laughs> where, 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 we're, where we're stacked here. I w- uh, I wouldn't do it for Dame. I'll say. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I I would not. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that trade. No. So we're doing we're doing Lucas. We're doing the Jason Williams. Sure. We're for doing sure. KD. You know, it's I over the summer. I was like, <laughs> is there a package we could put together to get Kevin Durant on this team? Man, like we don't have he, enough picks he, he for that. Flirt, he flirts with the, the Nuggets every offseason. He doesn't, and he does it on purpose too. It's like he knows. He's like, I know those fans. They, I know they would want me out there, man. I mean, he just gave big ups to uh to Prime coming to see you. He did. Mm. He so. did. And he did. And he he shouted out Jokic a bunch um throughout the summer. Like he was doing a lot of different podcasts and stuff like that. So he gives Jokic a lot of props as well. So he he did that on purpose, man. Especially after requesting <laughs> that trade. He he wanted to make sure everybody kind of felt like, hmm, maybe there's a chance. All right. This is the most ridiculous trade, but I'll throw it out there just because, you know, we're playing in hypotheticals and craziness. Would you do Jamal and MPJ for LeBron and Brow? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would. So, yeah. That's a championship. And yeah. then the answer is yes, we would trade Jamal Murray. Okay. I, yeah. I just, I just, I just wanted to, I wanted to put that out there because obviously, a lot of Nuggets fans, right? And and I, I mean, there was a couple of years back 
where I had mentioned um, Jamal Murray and packaging some level of deal to to try to get Luka, right? Because I feel, obviously, if you have Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic on the court at the same time, good luck. It's the best <laughs> offensive all time. Good, good luck, because there is no defensive scheme that is going to stop them whatsoever. Now, Shad, obviously... Alex kind of gave us his thoughts on about that that trade and or the potential trade of a Jamal Murray. What would be your like let's just say Jamal Murray is traded. Who do you want to see back for that whether it's a package deal with him and MPJ or just a straight up deal with just Jamal Murray? Is there any player in the league or players in the league that you would not mind matching up with Nikola Jokic? I know we already said it, but if there was a way to get Drew Holiday, right, I would do that. Um, like a hypothetical, like Alex was saying, since we're in fantasy land right now, uh, MPJ and <laughs> Jamal Murray for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Ooh, I would do that so fast. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but like as a realistic, I guess kind of what were you moving thirty-one million dollars with Jamal and thirty-four with MPJ? So that's you're gonna get a good return regardless just because of the money but the type of player that would be realistically available for his talent level though both of their talent levels Jajante Murray too Mm. if there was a way to get him I like that and they also I mean Jamal Murray and MPJ would fit in that Hawks system anyway too so I mean MPJ 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 would love to play with Trey Young obviously they are Mm -hmm. you know they go they go back right so I mean I I if you make a trade for the to the Hawks, I mean, I believe Trey Young would welcome that. But here's the thing. We don't know what's going on within that Hawks organiza- organization right now because of what we just saw recently. I saw Trey Young doing some interviews about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know what that looks like. Could Trey Young become available at some point? Who knows? Do we look at the Bulls because they suck right now? Right. And there's a lot of. There's a lot of worry about where they're heading next and like, should they blow it up? There's already been a couple of trade packages put out there by fans and like media publications and stuff like that. Do we make a move? Do we call about Zach Levine? Do we call about DeMar? Do we call about Alex Caruso? I would love Alex Caruso. What about, I know obviously he hadn't played all year, but what about Lonzo Ball? I was going to say, what about Lonzo? Mm. Yeah, like he hadn't well, played. I know, you know he's been injured. I'll, but... I'll, I'll kind of nix that because he's going to be looking to play starter minutes, right? And you have right a there. point guard at center. So mm. yeah, he'd be kind of just taking the ball out of his hands just to, right off the bat. I will say I do agree with that um, to an extent. I also like Lonzo's progression as a catch-and-shoot player, someone who can now shoot 40% from the three-point line. Yep. I think that would that would be a dream fit with Jokic because then – we're looking at the other side of the ball as well in that pick oh, and he, roll. Lonzo is not a slouch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Lonzo would, would give Jokic a lot of time to get back to his guy. So we're not losing those PNRs every single time. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I just think, you know, it almost seems like it's the general consensus. Now we've all been talking about it. Um, there just has to be some some change, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we like obviously what the nuggets have right now. We can see the potential, we see, obviously, they have pieces that can go far in the playoffs, but obviously they have to make some changes, whether that's the scheme that they're playing, whether that's 
um, the way that Malone is is playing certain players with other players, they have to find the right matchups. Certain players have to start getting some more minutes. Christian Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so we can clearly see that there are some changes that need to be made. Now, we are about to be up on time on this, guys. Is there, Do you guys have any final thoughts, anything that you wanted to to mention to the people? Um, I'm, Shad, I know, you know, obviously with your YouTube channel, you can go ahead and shout that out again as well. Um, talk to me. Anything else you guys got on your mind before we head out? I think we'll be all right in the long run. Because, um, I mean, we're always going to be a good regular season team and stuff like that. But um, like you said, changes have to be made. Like right. there is there is no time to be complacent. There's no time to not do anything. It's a failure if there's no move made at the deadline at that point. Um, but to a lighter note, my YouTube channel, The Drop Step, I will be I have been posting videos consistently this week. So there's a lot of content for anyone that wants to go to the channel to go look at. I will be doing um, a raw thoughts video probably for this Nuggets game. I even though I said I wouldn't do one this week because they've been making me upset, but I'm probably going to do one anyway. Um, so look out for that. That should probably be out Thursday. And uh, yeah, just go subscribe. Let's talk Sounds hoops. Good. Alex, end us off, man. Talk to me. Any more, any thoughts, anything that you want to say? You know, we entered the season super excited about our perimeter defense. When you're facing Luca, when you're facing, you know, deep shooters like, you know, Lillard, like all the guys that we're going to see, Booker, all of them. So I need to see that tonight. What do you guys think? What does Luca go off? Does he go off? And are we going, is this going to be like a, a Kobe game where you like let Luca go off, get his, and we'll still win? Are we going to figure out the, the perimeter defense tonight? Or is it more like something that we want to be hitting our stride by Christmas? And I always say by Christmas, because I feel like that's when the season really just uh, right. kicks off. Gotcha. I that. Yeah, we, I guess we shall see obviously with the, with Luca, it's, it's going to be a game for sure. It's, it's <laughs> going to be, it's going to be one of those things. We, I'm hoping that we get to see like a Luca versus Jokic masterclass tonight where they both mm. just fill up the stat sheet. I mean, they both, they they probably both going to get triple doubles each if I'm being honest. Um, but the other guys, like Alex mentioned, somebody else has to do it. The nuggets cannot allow like Tim Hardaway to hit like five, six threes, because obviously he's capable of doing that. Um, you don't want Dorian Finney Smith out there just raining threes. Cause he can do it. They still got Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, of course, Christian Wood is playing tonight as well. So they have, they got some weapons. So the nuggets just have to find a way to at least limit everybody else and if luca drops a 50 and the nuggets win i'm okay with that i am okay with that so listen guys this 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 was fun man we gotta we gotta do this again this was it's so seamless and just the conversation and you know i hope everybody listening right now you know we listen we this is what we do we we love talking about the nuggets obviously there's there's a level of passion in in all of us for this team and we just want to witness a nuggets championship i I just I just need I need to see it in my lifetime, man. Just the once. Just the once. Just one. They win one and I'm cool. You know? I'm cool with being that team that was like, hey, remember back 50 years ago when you guys (laughs) can we get one of those? I just I we just need one. So um we appreciate everybody listening right now. This this group right here, we will be doing this again. So absolutely. uh, So just keep looking out. Um, follow everybody on Twitter and we will be talking to you guys soon. This is Denver Hoops and Dreams.